Hello and welcome to Energy Extra Time for some more engaged, unfiltered and analytical football debate from Scotland and the wider world of football. I'm Sean McGill and joining me first of all today is my lovely co-host Cameron Monster. Cameron, how are you? I'm superb, mate. What about yourself? Good, thanks. I saw your face in an online tutorial today. Why did you do that? Yeah. You don't for the first do time that. in a while. Yeah. The first time in a while. I, I, that's honestly the first time since like week four. I've actually put my camera on. I feel quite bad about that. But yeah, everyone started talking about it in the group chat. I'm starting to think they were taking the piss, to be quite honest. I was. But, um, yeah, you were. You said I looked like the fat villain for Toy Story, so thanks for that. Getting <laughs> the ball um, with the glasses, that one. Everyone, someone <laughs> said Tony Stark. Someone said an evil. Someone You're said... You're taking Robert Downey uh, Jr., surely. Ah, sure, I would. Uh, there's another one as well that I've forgotten in our comparison, but you're certainly stuck with me the most, Sean. That will not be forgotten. And that's. And I will, I'll get you back one day. What I love to hear. Graham Sinclair <laughs> is also here. Graham, how are you? We're talking about Al's Al Toy Barn here, that's what you look like. Yeah. Yes, yes, thank you. Oh. I couldn't remember the name. I'm doing wonderful. Even better now that I've got that picture of camera in my head. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely, lovely image. And also joining us, it's been a while, Jack Donnelly, how are you? I'm very well, mate. I'm happy, happy to be back, to be honest. It has been a while, you're right, It's but it's good to be here. Is it because you're scared to see it out? Yeah, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And in and, and, and the preview for this, don't, for anyone listening, don't expect me to get a, my first win today, because Cameron's already told us it's an absolute nightmare, this one. Yeah. So I'm just forewarning everyone right it. now. I hope, he's I, hope I do, for, he's for, my own se- for my own sanity, because... I feel each time Sean tells those... me that I've not won, then I, I, I just get a wee bit worse in my head, and I'm just I'm, I'm edging a point that I'm very happy that we're going to hit the festive soon, and I don't have to hear from you for a while. Graham, can we agree that whichever one of us does drop out first, the other one will Google and just send answers to <laughs> the opposite one, just because I can't. Uh, I, I do quite enjoy Jack being the only person to have not won a game of see it out. I will not be doing that. Lovely. I'll get your messenger up just now. We'll start with the big shout, as we always do, uh, where we give our big opinions and takeaways from the world of football. Where are we going to go first? Jack Donnelly. It's been a while. Give us oh, a big yeah. shout. Right. I had, I had a couple. I, I, kinda, I was struggling to think of something, and then I started looking at the Champions League highlights and seeing what was happening, who was scoring and stuff like that. Mm. A name that I hadn't seen and I hadn't even considered for a while popped up because he scored the last of Barcelona's four goals against Dynamo Kiev. Antoine Griezmann. Oh. I, truly, I believe Antoine Griezmann would be a much better player right now if he never went to Barcelona. And if he wants to make a better career out of what he's got at the moment, he needs to leave as soon as possible. Cameron wants <laughs> Jack, if you didn't know, Antoine Griezmann is my least favourite, not even footballer, least favourite person of all time. Human. I think really? he's the worst human being on earth. I yeah. hate him. I think the way he treated Atletico <laughs> fans by doing the, what was it, the decision or whatever it was called, that stupid, awful <laughs> yeah. thing that he done to say that he was going to Barcelona, that is the worst thing you can ever do in football. I also think, not, I'm not saying he's overrated, okay, he is, he's a great player, okay? You know what, actually, I don't really disagree with your point. He would be better off elsewhere. But I do think that Simeone made him what he is, and he went to Barcelona and he's chucked it, and I'm very glad that he has. I'm glad that he's getting displaced by a 16-year-old or 17-year-old, whatever he's Ansu Fati is. I do not like him. I think that going to Barcelona, yeah, I agree with you, probably the biggest mistakes ever made, but I do hope he fails no matter what. Mention the Fortnite dances. Oh, yeah. Also, he does <laughs> Fortnite dances for celebrations. You're not 12 years how, old. How old is he? 28? I don't know. But he must have the mental age of a nine-year-old. And I really, I very much dislike him. 
very much dislike him. Wow. Ant- Anton Grisham more hated than like people like Nigel Farage and Donald Trump. Yep. Well, Cameron's comments in yep. group chat makers believe that that is true. So I mean, no, no, this does not come in the podcast. That's a joke. That is a joke that stays in the chat. That is not fact. Um, no, I really do dislike Antoine Griezmann. I really dislike. I don't think I hate any Hibs players more than them. Any Rangers or Celtic players more than them. I just do not like the guy. Simple as that. See, sometimes people think this podcasting game is is hard, but all I had to do there was say Cameron's name, let him go. <laughs> And we've got some some audio gold there. I'm not getting an interview with him ever. Like, ever. I don't think I'm ever getting an interview. Cameron could be offered One a sit, a sit down check. on Sky Sports News on ESPN with Antoine Griezmann that could elevate his career to the next level. Like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> oh, I respect that. I do respect that. Um, I agree with Jack. I think that Barcelona was just the weirdest fit for Antoine Griezmann, considering that Messi the majority of the time plays as a false nine, why do you need another false nine? Uh, they had an abundance of attacking options already. Griezmann just sort of cluttered that more and he has been pretty poor. You could uh, There's a couple of games that I can think of where Griezmann and Messi have uh, paired up together well, but apart from that, it's just, it doesn't work. His goal record isn't particularly good and he probably should have stayed at Atletico, but it's his own fault. Graham, what do you make of Antoine Griezmann? I largely echo your guys' thoughts. I think it's a combination of Messi at Barcelona kind of getting in the way of how Griezmann likes to play. And I thought he was a bit of a system player at Atletico, which helped kind of make him a better player. I thought Simeone did that. I thought they could then translate that over to when he played for an Arsenal team. And when he went to Barcelona, his role kind of changed. Even though he's still a false nine, his role kind of changed in... It's not worked out for him. Certainly hasn't. Cameron, what's your big shout? Um, yeah, well, I, I really struggled for a big shout this week, so I thought I had an argument at work. Not a real argument, but just like a, a footballing opinion, a difference of opinion with a mate of mine. And um, we clashed over whether PSG, right, I'll say not as table as just now, just imagine it's a brand new season, okay, maybe next season, PSG would not be a guaranteed top four team in the Premier League. I don't think they'd be a guaranteed top four team. I know they're Champions League finalists. I think there's four other teams that would easily qualify for the Champions League ahead of them in the English Premier League. I was wondering what your guys' opinions were. Which ones? Uh, I'm thinking Liverpool, um, not obviously this season, but Man City, Tottenham, and I think Chelsea, if they were given time to gel, would all finish above PSG in the league. I don't agree. That's fine. Uh, Go ahead. Explain. I think any team with Neymar and Mbappe would get top four. Those two players, if they came into the Premier League, would arguably be the two best players in the league. I know the squad around that isn't the deepest, but there's still some quality there with the likes of Di Maria, with the likes of Marquinhos, Pembe. they're all good players. Ultimately, I think that they are better the teams better teams than maybe everyone apart from Liverpool and City. I know we said you're not basing this at all on all of this season, but I think looking at squads, looking at talent of players, PSG are probably at least third best, could maybe even consider them better than that. That's fair. Sean, Jack? When you made the point that they're not guaranteed, and without being like, sounding like a daft thing, going, oh, nothing's guaranteed and all that sort of stuff, uh, I do think that there's something in what you're saying. I don't think that they would walk into the top four. I don't think they're mm-hmm. a dead cert to finish in the top four. 
the, sorry, the way I was the way I said it to my mate was that like if you if you were to run a simulation ten times over, they wouldn't always finish in the top four. They'd they'd maybe get like three times out of ten, that sort of thing. I think mm. they'd finish outside of it more than they would finish inside of it. That was kind of the point we were trying to make. I'd probably go like seven, eight times out of right. ten. Do you know what I mean? Like I think that they're mm. um probably a bit better than like Graham said, like your Chelsea's Spurs Arsenal's Man United's. But um also, there could be very like you could easily see a situation where those teams overcome them. Manchester United beat them a few weeks ago, a pretty rubbish uh, looking Man United side at the time. So, yeah. I I don't think it's guaranteed, but I'd probably back them a little bit more than, more than, than you do. Yeah, yeah, fair. Jack, what do you think? No, I th- I think I'd have to agree. I think it's really just kind of showing Neymar and Mbappe. There's two to- two of the top ten best players in the world, probably. But that's a, that's a different kind of uh, kind of ones altogether. That argument. Uh, I think if you're boasting two of the best players in the world, you're up there regardless of the rest of your squad. And there's still quality throughout that squad. There's still a lot of fantastic players. I think a lot a lot of uh, top four arguments have been made for certain clubs in the past couple of years over goalkeeping situations. I know it was the case with Chelsea last year, and they've improved on that this year. And Kaylor Navas has really kind of revitalised his career, having gone from Real Madrid to PSG, and looks far better a player than he used to be. Uh, defensive still got the likes of Marquinhos in there as a centre-back who used to partner Thiago Silva but is still in there with uh, Presnel Kimpembe and the like. Their full-back situations are very good. They've still got uh, this thing, uh, Florenzi, I believe, from Roma in, mm-hmm. in the summer and he's a fantastic player. Marco Verratti's still in there. Uh, Idrissa Ganagay is still in there. He um, transferred from Everton. Still got the likes of Angel Di Maria, Mauro Icardi. There's a lot of quality in that squad. And I know their teamwork's been called into question, their team cohesion over the past couple of seasons, but that's been two seasons that have gone by, really, since the, those questions were asked, and they have been able to develop into a proper unit since then, and it showed by the fact they got to the Champions League final last season. So I think they'd, they'd be a dead cert to finish no lower than third in the in the Premier League for a fairly sustained period of time. Yeah. Well, I'll go back and tell my mate that I was right then. Um that's not I'll just... <laughs> no, no, honestly, the points he's made, that was kind of, like, Graham especially, like, it was a case of, his idea was that because they have two of the top best players in the world in Neymar and Mbappe, that they'd walk it. Whereas, in my opinion, I don't rate their midfield as much. And the defence, yeah, it's, it's pretty damn solid, but still don't rate it as much as some PL teams. But, um, yeah, no, that's it. That's the sort of debate I like to have. And uh, my mate will be happy that he's won that one. So Where did this argument take place at work? What do you mean? Like, was it in like the fruit and veg aisle, and you were t- tempted to throw? No, we're in the warehouse. We're in the warehouse, absolutely skiving, because I'd finished all my work. I'd already oh, broken down all the pallets, so we had we had to have a good fifty minutes chat with football. <laughs> we pallets. did also fall out. We did also fall out over me not thinking Neymar is a top player like he used to be, but that's for another extra time because I don't have all the data in front of me. So. <laughs> you don't, you don't go, <laughs> I'll lose that argument. Yeah, you're such a football manager player, man. You just need to have stats and statistics before you're talking about anything. Well, wonder, I'm basically Taylor, the next Ian Caffrey. You know? Taylor tried to slag that time with uh, with Graham about Ronaldo, and he got absolutely destroyed. So you need to exactly. have the numbers if you're you on a podcast. Really. Of, yeah. No, well, I'd, I'd argue Taylor. I'd argue Taylor get the worst of that uh, that podcast there with uh, arguing with Graham about Ronaldo. That's what I mean, though. So Graham was there with the facts, and Taylor was just trying to wing it, and so it didn't prepared. work. He got destroyed. So uh, I don't blame. Caffrey. Cameron for remembering that incident and wanting the, the back of it. I'm going to go next because mine is bad and I don't want to end big shout oh. on such a weak shout. Um, Could, but, wait, can, I, can I go, go first? Sorry, Sean, don't interrupt, interrupt your show. Can I, can I go because it's actually quite interesting that you mentioned that, Ronaldo? 
Okay, the good segue. I'll do anything for a segue on you go. This this is not my concession speech or anything, but oh. Cristiano Ronaldo is back to his best. Best. Oh. Best. Okay. Be- maybe not like peak best, but f- the best to he could be at this moment. Yes. Right. But his last season, I thought he was a bit disappointing as a player. I thought he fell off. Right now, he is carrying Juventus on his back. I don't think. I've been look, look at their results so far. I think they've drawn three or four times already in the league. Mm-hmm. And most of them have been when Ronaldo has not played. Mm-hmm. And since he's came back, he has just... feels like he has dominated that league. And is, he's picked Juventus up on his back and he is trying to put them up the table. He so, got the equaliser against Ferenc Farrell. Oh, sorry, on you go. No, I was just going to say to you that... Um, so you're not saying that this upturn in form compared to last season is because of Andrea Pirlo, it's maybe in spite of the I, fact that he's... No, um, I, I, I am saying that it could be partly because of maybe less getting Pirlo in and more the, like, the subtraction of Mauricio Sarri, who yeah. has such a defined style of play that maybe didn't suit Ronaldo as much, whereas Pirlo might focus more on Ronaldo again, making him a focal point. Obviously, Sarri kind of chucked Ronaldo out wide at points, which at this point in his career... I think it's a stupid decision to make. Mm-hmm. But I think he bagged the equal, a superb equaliser against Ferenc Varos yesterday. Got a double against Cagliari. I think he got a double against Roma on his first game back. He's had a couple of other, I think he got a double even like the first before the international break. He's banging them in, and it's not just penalties this time. <laughs> that was you weren't you're not happy about Ronaldo scoring penalties. I just kind of argued that they penalties aren't uh, they're object- they objectively account, but when you're comparing players and quality, that penalties aren't aren't that relevant, which is something I'll stand by. So we need to flip the titles for this one and make this. Ronaldo is in my top ten best players in the world. Oh, let's not be putting words into people's mouths <laughs> quite just yet. <laughs> um, Cameron, I'm just giving the man credit. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, is it is it good to see Ronaldo back? Firing and maybe uh, being the focal point of the, of the team again. Is that me you asked there? Sorry. I did, Cameron. Yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, audio, no, it's the audio, I promise. Um, no, no, uh, definitely. Uh, you always want to see the best players in the world playing at their best. Simple as that. I would love to see Ronaldo playing to his best until he's 50, even though I sort of lean towards Lionel Messi's sort of group. Um, like, talent's talent, and you want to see it forever. So hopefully he never retires and he just keeps banging them in. Very true, very true. What about yourself, Jack? I mean, it's, it's always good to see the best players playing well, realistically. And uh, there's been a lot of questions asked about Ronaldo. And it was actually, uh, he, he was kind of spearheading one of my other kind of big shouts that I'd come across for this episode, but I might have to save it for another one, perhaps after another Champions League match day. Uh, hmm. But no, it, it just kind of shows that it just is quality and quality is permanent. So... I'd say it's just just nice to see, nice, nice to see, especially when we're kind of talking a lot about the greats of all time, which we're going to get onto, I'd imagine, very shortly about that conversation. So, it, it, it's still still fighting his case, and he's still doing what he does best, which is scoring goals, which is nice to see. Very true. Um, now for my rubbish big shout. Um, <laughs> after his brace in midweek, I'm going to say that out with Rangers. Paul McGinn has been the best fullback in the country this season. And anyone want to tell me otherwise? Okay. <laughs> I imagine Graham would have something to say about it. Out with Rangers. Oh, he, said, he said out with Rangers. Oh, out with Rangers, uh-huh. My audio is really poor, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair shout, he's had a good season. He's a player with 
limited football ability that's making the most of his chance. The McGinn's at Hibs. <laughs> he's very, a very intelligent player. That's why Jack Cross likes mm-hmm. him so much because he's, he's very smart the way he reads the game, um, the way he's versatile as well. Jack Cross really, really enjoys having a player like Paul McGinn in his squad and I don't think there's been any better fullback that doesn't play for Rangers. I, I, I would probably see it as more of a indictment on the rest of the league rather than don't you dare. full praise of Paul McGinn. He's had a good season, but is still not Sunday. I would say is a particularly excellent footballer. Is that maybe something in the league actually? Because there's not even anyone I'm thinking that's been missing. Like it's not like somebody's injured out with Rangers. That I'm thinking, oh, they they would have been a great fullback otherwise. Frimpong's missing, but not like literally just missing <laughs> when he's on the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I obviously, you'd, you'd, like if you're going to build a squad, you'd pick Frimpong over McGinn. But I just mean, on basis on what we've seen on the pitch this season, mm. McGinn's had a better season. You might not, because you hate Jeremy Frimpong. But um, yep, could I blame Jeremy Frimpong for both head schools last week? Are you? Interesting. I'm just saying he was ball watching at both of them. And if he was, he's quick enough that could get there and stop that. Jack, are you a fan of Paul McGinn? <laughs> I mean, is anyone posters on this wall? <laughs> I know. If you come up to the flat, if we preach like, at the flat for the first time, it's a night out. We get back. It's just covering my walls, which my landlord doesn't know about clearly, and it's just a shrine to Paul again clearly. Uh, I think Graham can hit the nail on the head. Like he's he's all right. Like he might not be the best kind of technically, but he's a grafter and he does he does a job that really Jack Ross is wanting him to do. So. I can't, and I, I do agree. I can't really think of anyone else in the league that would be kind of challenging them for that. I suppose the only question would be maybe if Livingston were playing a bit better, would you kind of put Nicky <laughs> Devlin in that conversation? But obviously Shop they're not playing well just now. You can. Hey, Nicky Devlin was getting touted for a Scotland call up when uh, Stephen you? O'Donnell did. No, went by everyone when Steve, when Stephen O'Donnell didn't have a club. He he was he was the alternative option. Uh, I guess you could also say uh, Ross McCrory, couldn't you, when he plays right back? I guess he's a more talented player, obviously, than Paul McGinn, mm. but he is a, actually a central midfielder who's quite probably Michael, that. Michael Smith in the Championship is probably better as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah they played like, two games or but, something. Nah, but he is. So no, Michael Smith is. Michael Smith's mm. a very good player. Who he's should, he's the most reliable player. Ah, uh, yeah, he's the most reliable player Hearts have ever had. Like, he puts in a solid ever, every single week. Ever had? Ever. Ever? <laughs> ever. <laughs> Trust me, I've watched a lot of Hearts teams. Players Sean, mark that, there's a title. A there's hearts. a title there. Hearts have ever had? Interesting. That's a shout. To be fair, though, that's, a, though, that's a bigger shout than... I'm saying he's the best. Just saying reliable. Like, just never never seems to have a bad game. Aye, even when Same Hearts like one mistake. absolutely rotten for a good year and a half Michael Smith would always be like 7 out of 10 yeah and he'd play centre midfield right back centre defence like everywhere yeah. I like Michael Smith I, I'm amazed we kept him honestly in the, in the documentary somebody came in for him in yeah. January I know I know that no, no idea but they should have took him <laughs> we really spoke about the documentary Cameron what did you make of it I thought it was actually you know what I liked it because I thought it would be a lot worse I thought we'd be in absolute shambles behind the scenes and stuff, and we didn't look that bad. It didn't come out of it that badly. But, yeah, the edit didn't um, make it. Like, they only showed the games that Hearts won. That's why it's only three episodes long. <laughs> very good, Jack, very good. Um, aye, it, wasn't, it wasn't entirely reflective, I don't think, but I didn't entertain no. it much. 
Mm-hmm. It was nice to just see behind scenes and that uh, suppose. That's a nice thing. Graham Jack, you, you aren't Hearts fans, did you watch it? Have you seen it? It was less inside Hearts and more a little bit inside Hearts. Yeah. Wasn't really as in depth as I hoped for. There was some oh, I, I yeah. enjoyed some of like the unintentional office vibes, especially from Gary Locke, who I thought <laughs> had a lot of David Brent about him. Do you think? I <laughs> think he's so sh- I think he's so weird in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Great. But other than that, it was kind of fun. <laughs> I'm not even so I, I, I was, wait, I was waiting for it all to come out, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know I might what? try and get through it the weekend. Yeah. What I really hated was like just every episode had like a hospitality like plug. Yeah. I hated that. I really hate. That. I get that's what happens every documentary. Like sitting talking, I'm done it as well. But it's like, oh my god, like no one cares. Like no one's gonna pay like the money for hospitality when stadiums aren't even open just because you put in the documentary. Just move on to something better. Like I enjoyed when they went go karting. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Oh, was it surprising that Stephen Naismith won that? Was it? No, oh, at all. Who've your bets on? Yeah. Sorry, Jack, for the spoilers that Stephen Naismith wins the go karting. What's the point watching it now? Hearts get relegated as well, by the way. Just so. Oh, you're, so you're, you're, a, you're a relegation camp, not demotion. Wait. Nah, it's still demotion. I slapped up. It's fucking demotion. <laughs> still I'm just keeping you on your toes, mate. Keeping you on your toes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Daniel Stendhal came across, across really well, didn't he, Cameron? I, I actually did. I feel like he really didn't have much to do. It's like, I'm sure Kev Kel said it up and go this week, that like, they were, pra- they were practically gone by the time he came in. There was no way. It's like it's like the debate between Selwick hiring a manager now. They hire a big manager. He loses the opening two games. Where does he go? Because he's lost the title. Like He came in, struggled the first one or two games because the team couldn't adapt to his style. Like he was playing a high press with Christoph Bever at the back. Like What chance did he have? It was a great but, um, yeah, 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 I feel bad for him. I feel bad as well that he didn't find out. Like, how did he find out again? I think they'd already hired He's, Nielsen. Somebody sent him a tweet, did him. they not? Or somebody sent him yeah. on social media because like, Nielsen had already been announced. Yeah, that's a shame, eh? Like, he deserves better than that, but... Um, <laughs> and Anne no, says, sure like, she regretted it. Like, she tri- she did try to phone him. Do you think she, like, literally pressed it and, you know, when, like, you cancel it before the phone actually starts ringing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she counted that as trying to let him know. It was so bad. Like, you, surely you would wait until you've actually spoke to your current manager... Yeah. Before yeah. you, yeah, it was it was a poor. Yeah, it's quite poor. I think I think as well probably the media was going to. I think it probably got leaked. I think that was the idea. I think she said that as well. Like the media were going to announce it anyway, and they didn't want that to happen. They wanted to announce it on their own terms, like yeah, because Neil said it did break really quickly. I don't know if you remember that, but like oh, Barry Anderson weird. tweeted it, and within uh, five minutes, Hearts had announced it. They obviously thought like, no, we need to get this out straight away before fans go. What the hell's going on? But um, no, I'm sure Stendhal will do well. Like you, I know it didn't work out, but that's, I really don't think it's his fault. So. You'll go on to bigger, better things, probably. I'm sure they will. We'll move on now to the second ball to discuss everything else going on in football at the moment. And there's one massive story yesterday, the very sad news of the passing of one of the greatest footballers of all time, Diego Maradona, at the age of 60. Uh, obviously, none of us saw Maradona play. We were too young for that. But he still sort of leaves a lasting impression on any football fan. Uh, Graham... What are your sort of thoughts when you do think of Maradona? He's a larger than life character on the level of which I don't, other than Pele, I'm not sure we've ever seen again. I don't even think Messi or Ronaldo are on the level today. I watched the Diego Maradona documentary last night and it's all about his time in Naples. Mm-hmm. And in that city, he's a god. It's crazy, he, isn't it? It's crazy that he went there in the first place as, as well. Like That was a team that never won a league. And 85,000 people turned up for when he signed. 
and he won the he won them with two leagues, won them the for Cup. Obviously, he's a very flawed character off it, which I think actually adds to his legacy. Mm. But just a football player and an icon like no other that we've ever seen before, I would say. Yeah, that documentary is fantastic. It's on. Um, it's streaming on all four now. If anyone hasn't seen it, I highly recommend you watch it. And that the way you put it there, he was a god in that city. He mm-hmm. literally was. Like people would flock to the sh- streets just to get a glimpse of him. Like it was, it was completely it, worship. It was religious. That, there's there's not much much narration in that documentary. The guy that makes it, he made Stena and Amy and Amy Winehouse one, and a lot of his stuff isn't a lot of like narration or like interviews. Mm. So you kind of have to take your own kind of personal thoughts about the future scene. And to me, I don't think he's ever comfortable being characterised as a god in, that, in Naples. I think no. there's a lot of there's a lot of like scrummages with the media and the people where you can tell he looks uncomfortable. And he's a, he was always a very religious person. Yeah. And I think some of that might be what kind of drove him to these problems, which are obviously well documented. We don't need to get into the the flood, like the drug issues that much mm. or anything. Yeah. I think I. He was a he was a somebody from the slums in Argentina that just we had no money that became one of the biggest names in the world that eventually just spoke too much for him. Yeah, Jack. What about yourself? Because like Graham says, he's, he was more than just a footballer. He was a, a a complete enigma at the same time. He absolutely was. I mean, he was so entertaining on the pitch, but he was also so entertaining off the pitch. Like he was always just given something that someone could talk about. The way the way I can see Maradona. In our generation, when we were growing up, we would watch someone like Ronaldinho, for example, and think that's how football should be played, just with a smile on your face and just having fun with it. And I think he was the kind of first player that generations before us would have seen, where he was so untouchable on the pitch, there was hardly a player that could get near him in terms of ability. And he had so much fun with it. I mean, the clip of the the warm-up was going around Twitter and just looking at him, just having the time of his life. Like just doing what he loved and hearing stories I think it was Gary Lineker was speaking on BT Sport about when he went to a Boca game with his family with uh, Maradona's family and Maradona's daughter was actually having to hold him back from the edge of their box because he was so passionate, he was so up for it that he was genuinely leaning over the edge of the box and just screaming at the top of his lungs so he was devoted to his art and he just put smiles on so many different faces throughout his time on the pitch and it's something that a lot of players have been unable to replicate since and it's going to be a massive miss to the football world. Yeah, um, Cameron Jack sort of says there, it uh, refers to it as an art and I think that's probably, when you think about football as an art rather than just a sport, it's probably Maradona who encapsulates, encapsulates sorry, that the most. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, I'm someone that isn't Maradona's like, greatest fan. Like, he has his issues and stuff, but like Graham says, he's came from absolutely nothing. So maybe we shouldn't be so judgmental, you know. But um, yeah, absolutely. He just, as the guys already said, played the game just how he wanted to play it, and he just happened to be probably the greatest of all time. And um, I think, I think nobody in the world would turn down the life or career that he's had. Like I say, he's an absolute. He's bigger than a legend in Napoli, a team that had never won a title before he turned up there. So um, yeah, when you think of art and football, there's very few people you think of, and he's he's definitely one of them. And I, I remember sort of in at school or kicking about your friends, you used to talk about the Maradona 7 without really knowing who Diego Maradona was. Like, I thought yeah. I knew that before I knew him. It's a, a piece of skill that is just sort of uh, ingrained in our, our, our upbringing, really. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite 
uh, crazy. And a nice link to Scotland as well. Yeah, it's got his first, yeah, it's first, or go on your goal room. Well, uh, I, asked, I asked my dad, because obviously, just, as you mentioned, none of us have ever seen him play live. We were, I would say we were born, born after it. So I asked my dad what his kind of overriding memory was, was and his, kind of, his significance to like, uh, and like his, his links with Scotland. Obviously, he was controversially left off the 1978 World Cup team for Argentina at 17 years old and then got his first goal at Hamden against Scotland in 79. Obviously, the England game, which is still remembered <laughs> very fondly by Scotland fans, <laughs> scoring the two of the greatest goals of all time. A wonderful header. Amazing, a wonderful header and amazing goal. And then he managed his first game of Argentina against Hamden as well. Game I was at. A game that I think Craig Anderson pointed out. Every time... Maradona's face popped up on the big screen. Scotland fans mm, cheered them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like the parallels to when the links for Scotland were there throughout his entire career. I'm not sure it was something Maradona ever really probably kind of thought about, but something nice for us. Well, so was that, I, th- I think, it was, was there something in the air at Hamden that night that sort of people sensed that Maradona was there? It was a big deal, the fact that Maradona was just metres away in some cases. <laughs> It was massive. I remember because it was his first Argentina game as manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember I've never seen. I've been a lot of big Scotland games and a lot of big football games. I have never seen the media presence of, that there was at that game and that cameras before the game, like surrounding the tunnel. It is the biggest media storm I've ever seen, and there was the sense of anticipation with it that oh my god, Maradona's coming back, and he's the guy. He's an he's an icon in Scotland for what for England. Mm. And it's just kind of, it felt like a massive game. I think I also think it was a kind of positive time. It was to say, I think it was a. Uh, let me just quickly check fact check this. I think it was like the same kind of day or the same week after Andy Murray won his first like tennis Grand Slam. So there was a, a whole positive mm. mood about Scotland as well. And then Maradona comes. It's just it was a really, they lost one 0 and it was a largely disappointing game. But I remember the occasion feeling massive. Yeah, um, it's just. It was, it was really sad news yesterday, wasn't it? And it wasn't Andy Murray. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was only I was only four years off. <laughs> I don't know why I had that in my head. Sorry. Don't worry about it, Graham. It's fine. We're fine with misinformation on this podcast. Um, the hand of God is genuinely. Uh, you could say it's the most uh, sort of famous goal in football, the most iconic goal. In football ever, I think yeah, there's an argument to be made for that. It's if it's not, then it's the other one they scored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has to be. Like, yeah, it's one of those two. Take it's, your pick. Yeah, it's, it, it maybe infamous in some cases, but like yeah. I think funny English cases. Yeah, in the English cases, <laughs> which you're fine kicking against on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but I, it's just and it'll be something that's spoken about forever. Because think about it, even. For us, it was a long time ago, but I think we all still talk about it to our kids, and it'll just pass. It's just yeah, completely mm. iconic. That means Peter Shelton cries every time yeah. he sees it. And st- <laughs> still, 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 still crying today after the man's. Yeah, game. still yeah. had an article today saying that he doesn't forgive Maradona, even though he's now dead. Which it's is a shame. No one cares. A lovely thing for to say from racist Peter. <laughs> Hold on, let me. I'm, I want to go and try and get the quote because it was someone responded to that with Maradona's quote from about Shelton and his autobiography. It's just totally embarrassing. For Wait, what, 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 about what about Terry Butcher's amazing? Because in that game, Terry Butcher was on George Burley's staff. And he asked Terry Butcher, I won't shake his hand, I think he's a cheat. And they asked Maradona about the same question, and he just went, who's Terry Butcher? <laughs> 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 his fans do the same now when you mention him. 
Oh, <laughs> and and I'm talking about Peter Shelton. He goes, the thermos head got crossed because of my hand goal. What about the other one, Shelton? Didn't you see that one? He didn't invite me to his testimonial. Oh, my heart bleeds. How many people go to a goalkeeper testimonial anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we said, a flawed man, but what an absolute legend of oh, what a sport. What a character. Peter, Peter Shelton was a foot taller than Madadona. Just catch the ball, mate. You're a goalkeeper. <laughs> Just catch the ball, mate. I think is is, oh. is a good message to take away from this. And as uh, as a lot of people have, have put it in their own languages, uh, I think I like that headline that God is dead. Just uh, you may have said that uh, uh, Maradona maybe struggled with that sort of moniker, but it certainly uh, added to the character around him, and it ultimately drived his life and his career. So, aye, it's sad news, um, but I'm glad that people are celebrating. Uh, the player and the man as much as they can as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll move on now. I'm not. <laughs> we've spoken about this before the show. I'm not going to try and segue from Diego Maradona to Gary Holt. I'm just going to say <laughs> we were talking about Diego Maradona and we're now talking about Gary Holt. Gary Holt was left Livingston. <laughs> He's resigned. <laughs> wait, wait, I set you up, wait. mate. Um, <laughs> uh, Diego Maradona is a god in Naples, which does um, is famous for pasta. And the, so, <laughs> Gary Holt has left Tony McEnroe the arena this afternoon. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Offering Mom. his resignation to oh, the Mister Board. Was anyone surprised by this news? Yes. Okay. A little bit. Why? A little bit. Yeah. Because he's. Done wonders at Livingston in his two years. I know they're I know they're struggling right now, but they said they struggled a bit last year to be honest at the start yeah. of the season and he recovered from it. So then doing the same this year, I'm quite surprised to see that this time he decided that this is as far as he can take them. I mean obviously he has resigned, he's not been sacked. I don't know if that's just getting out ahead of what was he thought was coming. Livingston tweeted out that they regretfully accepted the resignation of mm-hmm. Gary Holt, so it does seem to be any he did do an interview, it was on Sports Team, was it after the St Mirren game at the weekend? When yeah, he was going to review his position. Yeah, yeah, he said that if he needs to, somebody can maybe do a, a better job than him, and if so, then somebody else should be brought in. Um, do you hear, that's brilliant. Like, he's given up like, I, probably the rest of his contract, because he knows that he's unlikely to turn it around. Like, not a I lot wonder of why he thinks that. that, though. Because, like Graham says, he's, he has been such an, a success, and mm. I, I don't really see many alternatives. I feel, I feel like it's no, going to be I'm given thinking. to... David Martindale, who's, yeah, yeah. how is he good that going to change? No, because David Hopkins you... did that job. Martin, so he's Martin. 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 Martindale's the one that they always, that kind of, the whispers say that the style of play comes from David Martindale at Livingston. Mm. So, he, that, that, to me, that seems like that'll be the choice, the route they go. Especially during a pandemic where money isn't around to splash, I'll just give it mm. to the guy below him that seems to do a lot of the work anyway. But then what? what's going to change? Like Martindale was already there with that influence. He's director of football and assistant manager. And like you said, he very much seems to be the tactician on the pitch while Gary Holt is more of the man-manager. Then it's weird to think what could be improved with the departure of Holt. I know this isn't Livingston's decision, it's Holt's, but it does seem odd. Do you speculate that maybe because he's assistant manager is also kind of his boss, his director of football? Yeah. Maybe Gary Holt kind of felt trapped by the guy and felt like it was an this guy is coming for my job rather than just let him ha- let it happen let him walk all over me I'll step aside and just let him do it mm, that's a good point because yeah. I think him mm. leaving is a strange shot I think him leaving 
now of his own accord straight to the well and reason seems like a strange one yeah yeah it definitely does uh, there's a few other names being thrown around Jack another one is, is Tommy Wright uh, do you think he'd be a good fit for the Lions I mean it's, it's hard to think of who would be like a good fit because as we say Gary Holt has done an absolutely fantastic job I mean took them above and beyond their station and got them that fifth place finish last season and a lot of us thought it was at the start of the season they could do something similar, kind of be up and around that sixth place or something like that. It's not panned out that way, obviously. But I don't know. I don't know who. I don't genuinely have no idea of who would be able to come in and could replicate the success that Gary Holtz had, especially short term. Because I suppose all they need just now is someone to steady the ship and someone to get them out of a, the kind of precarious position that they're in. But what about long term? Like, are they? Do they bring someone in now for the long term that can lead them into? Uh, kind of going or matching what Gary Holt did or do they just try and get a quick fix and then sol- solve this problem next season when there might be more names available I, I honestly don't know what they're going to do it's a weird one isn't it just cause, like, it what, really is fifth last season eh like how and uh, like Graham sort of alluded to I know they're not in the best position right now but they're still above two teams in the league granted St Mirren have had uh, they only play like once a month or something like that because they've <laughs> <laughs> Their games keep getting called off, but it's just weird. Like, it is a proper strange one. Um, and a, a couple other names that I think are pretty disheartening. John Hughes, I've seen linked to Martin Cannon, which is like, why? Yeah. Do you fear though? It's no, it's it's not an appealing job. Like that's a team that's already probably hit their peak the last season or two. It's a constant rebuilding job. So trying to get someone to stay there for more than what two, three years. It's really tough. Like it's constantly rebuilding because they just lose their players every season. And I just, I just think they're in a really poor position just now and not a great team. So short term as well. While they have lost their best players, Graham, me and you have both seen Livingston live this season. Um, I think it's an all right team. I really don't think they're yeah. that bad. I was impressed. They won two 0 the game I went to, I and it impressed me that they had a good squad. There was no like kind of weak link. I thought they would off the bench. They were quite weak. But the start, the main start eleven is impressive. So I am quite. I think it's a good squad to inherit. Although I think we talked about Hamilton, we thought Brian Rice might go. Uh, but and that's not a job anyone would want. But I think Livingston is a job that is appealing to people. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens if they do sort of stick the status quo and go with David Martindale, or if there is a more sort of uh, long term big name brought in. So interesting to see what happens for the rest of the season. Uh, Almondville. Graham has just alerted me to uh, some breaking news that Leanne, oh. Leanne Dempster is set to depart her post as chief executive of Hibernian. Um That's a surprising one. Interesting. How uh, she's one of the more sort of uh, recognisable and uh, I don't know what the, the word would be sort of um, forthcoming in our activities. If you know, you can you often see what um, Leanne Dempster is doing. That seems a strange one, Jack. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I, I'm kind of a blind sorry about that. I definitely wasn't expecting that. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking what, what's kind of gone on to make her kind of have made that decision or whether it is her decision to make because it could have been potentially someone else's decision. But honestly, I don't know. That, that, that's a really weird one for me. It's just a lot a lot of weird news coming out of Scottish football in the last 24 hours, clearly. Graham, do you have thoughts on that one? I just want to like, note that the first reply to that tweet is uh, get her to Celtic, only way Lennon will leave the club, which I think is an amazing tweet. <laughs> 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 uh, 
seriously, I, I, I am surprised, but I don't really have much of an opinion yeah. of it. Mm. I'm not too... I know who Leanne Dempster is, I know kind of she's the chief exec, but I'm not entirely sure how that will affect Hibs, to be honest with you. Mm. I, it's been a bit quiet at Hibs since Ron Gordon uh, injected that money into the club, especially when Hibs fans thought they were going to become, I don't know, the new PSG or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a millionaire, we're going to be big time, we're going to challenge the old firm. How's that going, Trips? Um, aye, so interesting news there. Uh, what time is it? We're running out of time. Do we need to talk about the Champions League? Graham Liverpool lost. They were shit. <laughs> Cameron Liverpool lost. Yeah, they were shit. Grim spot <laughs> They were awful. Jack, City won. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> City won, Phil Foden, nice goal, but they kind of should have won by more than 1 0. Watching the highlights, they had seven, plenty though. of chances. Yep. I watched it. They wasteful. There's so many chances. Wasteful. Yep. Yep, yep. Move on. And that was the UEFA Champions League. <laughs> Let's... Chelsea won, sorry. There we go. Just Chelsea... Oh, Chelsea qualified as well. Yeah, we did. The English admin on Sevilla's account had a good week. I liked his stuff. <laughs> yeah. About not being able to uh, play the Europa League again and ultimately win that, which is good for the other Europa League teams. Good for teams like Rangers. Which would have been a nice segue if it wasn't time to play See It Out. So, let's play oh. See It Out. <laughs> Did you mess up? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't know that. I just thought it would have been. I, I saw it there. I couldn't not do it. Jack knows when you see a good segue, you've got to do it even though you it doesn't do. fit the yeah. running order. So, uh... <laughs> anything for good content, even if it doesn't fit. <laughs> just post things. <laughs> Graham, you won't understand. <laughs> Cameron, please tell us what this dreaded see it out is, and yeah. please make Graham go last. So you can I hope he's, I hope he's do like nail it. But um, oh. I want you to name the top goal scorers in the UEFA Cup or Europa League proper tournament, so not qualifiers. Qualifiers don't count since the year two thousand. Oh. This is oh, going to you, man. <laughs> Where was the? I'm being this, very the, clear. This not qualifiers. Where did, I, where did you get this from? This could be easy. I didn't say that. I've been telling you it's been difficult the whole time. I mean, do you want to say something about you're either going to... Like, how are you either going to smash this? Like, the top oh, right. I don't know. Maybe you've looked that up in the last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, aye, good luck, guys. Uh, we'll do, do. do Sean, Jack Why? and Grim. Why? Because you want Grim to go last. And I thought it'd be funny to put you on the spot. I don't even have one. Like, I've got, I've, I think I've got one. I have two. You're winning. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I don't know who he. Oh wait. We could do a wee thirty second gap for you to think. You know what? No, I've, got, I've, I've, got, I've got one. I've got one, but I think it could be ropes after that. Top so, yeah, scorers just... in the Europa League since two thousand. And if I'd done like the nineties, it'd be. Impossible. When you said not qualifiers, was that a thing I was meant? To... Is that a hint? Yeah, I feel like there's a certain Rangers player that someone was going to say. I thought I'd allude that to you. Sir. <laughs> someone, the Rangers fan. Wait, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should I, should I not see him because it's qualifiers? Do not see him. No, do not see him. Qualifiers don't count, right. <laughs> qualifiers do not count. He scored some... Just group stage onwards. What is the number? What's the lowest, Cameron? Uh, I think it was 15 or 16 goals. Cameron, nobody cares about the Europa League, man. This That's is the whole point of this quiz. It's to be difficult. It's the whole point. We've already done the Champions League. So what did sound different. I feel like I've got enough room to have wrong answers here so I can kind of fire some off. <laughs> oh my uh, God, Shirley boy. If you think of one, let us know. 
I hope that you're doing a good job. What do we do for the meantime? Just chat amongst ourselves until Sean gets some inspiration. Please do, because honestly, I've got no idea. Wait, Jack, did you say you might have one? Do you want to go first? I think, I think I've got one, like, based on <laughs> the last couple of years. Wrong. Sorry. Oh, no, I know. 100% hilarious if it's wrong, you're right. <laughs> right, Jack, you can go first then. We'll switch the order so Sean has an extra 10 seconds. I'm, j I'm just going purely based on the fact that we won it this year. Did Giroud not, what, was he oh, not, like, top scorer? Like a couple of years back. Is he not? Was he not? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think I might have one. Can I go, yeah, okay. I, can I go second? Yeah, I, I did, uh, rather, I did rather, tell you it could be one round. Radamel Falcao? Yes. Yes! Come on! I think that's one! <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> come on. Come on. Sean, you need to think of teams that have been in Europe a lot, I feel. Don't get on clues! Hold on. I don't know. Um, right. Oh, this is going to be a bad shout. Um, oh, it's quite tough. I've made it too tough. I want. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> we might win it with one right answer. <laughs> that genuinely the worst yet in history because one no. person says a right answer and wins. <laughs> oh, dearie me. When I first thought of it, I thought, oh no, I'll definitely get some. And then I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, nah, I'll get them. How, how, many, how, many, how many minutes is this boy getting to get one? I don't know. I was so just stalling while you just talked. There's, there's almost 30 people to think. And I think I've got a couple more. Shut up, Graham, man! Shut up, Graham, man! I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say Diego Forlan. <laughs> yes! Graham's won it with Graham's won it with what? Yeah, right. No, I've Googled this, right? I've just Googled it there. I'm on Wikipedia <laughs> looking at top scorers per season. Olivier Giroud is there with 11 goals, and we never had qualifiers, so get that so far up, you. Jack's cheated now. But since 2000, <laughs> not since last year. You didn't include last year's competition? No, I did. No, but but wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What? The, the There's 50 other people who have scored more than 11 Wait, goals Jack, in the last two years. you interpret it as if they finished top scorer in the competition that season? That's how well, I understood that, it. That, that's how competition. I was, yeah, that was how I was understanding it too. That's not how I understood it. So no, does that mean I'll no. win? Oh my god. I'm still the only one that got the right answer. No, right, <laughs> right Jack, like, you can have a second goal. Screw it. I how, I, that's how I, I, I thought it was that as well. Can we, restart, can we restart? So it's a top 50 role play goal scorer since the year 2000, not per season. Yeah. Yeah, top 30 right, it's, since 2000. Yeah. I was we, totally can, confused by that. We need I to know, restart. That... Jack, <laughs> sure, Sean. Sean was sure. not. So, so we did do 1v1. No! Yeah, we cut, are we <laughs> cutting all this out then? We cutting all this out no. then? <laughs> I love it. I love the no, chaos. No, no, no. That, the chaos is good. The chaos is going to make it this. <laughs> right. Sean, so wait, what Jack, we doing? give <laughs> one more chance. <laughs> Who's going first? Sean, chance. how's Sean? I still did it again, like, because I actually understood it the first time now. <laughs> <laughs> right, a person, this pair, who's scored lots of Europa League goals? Yes, yeah, since um, year 2000. I believe it's 60 or more goals. <laughs> Radamel Falcao. I'm joking, I thought we restarted. I thought you'd done a guard there. But Graham's already went. Graham's right. gone. Graham said Falcao. You right. just need to think of right. someone else. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Europa League. Who's in Europa League a lot? Sophia, but they changed their team. Um, how selfish are them changing players? Um, lots of... Cha uh, 
goes and the Europa League. Stalling time, Wiley Google. Oh, I don't even know. Who plays for Sevilla? Kevin Gamero. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I, d- I don't really have one here, I have to say. Yes. Sean's going to win this. I'm not playing if Sean wins now. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Gamero. Right, time to get it wrong with uh, with my second second go. I'm gonna go for. Did you Wait, look Jack at top goal scorers? Oh, Wait, Jack looked at top goal scorers. Season. No, per, per, per uh, season. Like, I looked at top goal scorers. Not like of all time. wrong, so. <laughs> yeah, Anna was wrong. Uh, I'm trying to think of just like shithouse players who like might have played a few Europa League games. Uh, and there's such a hard bracket to go into. Like, teams who have played for OP European clubs. It's very niche. Oh, man. Roberto Soldado, maybe. Although I know he played a lot in the Champions League, so. That's not yeah. a bad shout. Nah, sorry. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Okay, sorry, so it's me versus, me versus Sean. Could it well? What was that? No. No! no. Oh my god! That's if he's won this, man! <laughs> Sean. Right. You're getting timed. You're getting like 10 seconds, man. What, what, what was Grima's answer? I never actually heard that. Aguero, ever. Oh, oh hi. Nah. Which is a really good shout, actually. Um, Falco, let's go all those goals. Um. Europa League. Do you know who might be there? 15 goals, you say? Oh, I no. 16, maybe. Oh, they've maybe played too much in that. Uh, is Harry Kane there? Nope. Ah! Oh, okay. no. uh, back I'm in. coming back in. <laughs> Freddie Canuti. <laughs> <Freddy Kinnity. gasps> That's an amazing shout. Yes. Oh, oh, oh I don't even know who that is. It sounds Google to me. <laughs> Tom Sevilla <laughs> player. Oh, player. Great shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I, should I keep with a severe route? Uh, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Spanish team that usually finish fourth or fifth. That's the line of thinking we're going with. Uh, That's honestly, that is the correct way to do it. Like, oh, genuinely right, okay. think of that. Okay. Think okay. of teams that are not usually in the Champions League. Well, aye, but... Uh, oh, there's a name I want to go with, but I don't think so. Um, oh, I'm seeing it. Wait. What? How? I've I've spent about twenty seconds of my three answers. I think Sean spent about twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, you're getting answers. ten seconds now. <laughs> ten, nine. I keep counting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm just gonna shout. <laughs> Samuel Eto. Nah, sorry about. Nah. See ya. Won twice. Graham wins so- it anyway. I won twice. Did say Graham would do. Just so. Yeah. Nah, I'll give you. There was some shocking names on here that I. I have no idea who they are. Like Is Jackson Martinez in there? Nope, not Jackson oh. Martinez. Nah, there was. I'll do. I'll go for it alphabetically. Okay. Aritz Adariz, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, Carlos. Oh, he's still Aubameyang. Who was after Aubameyang? Sean was screaming. <laughs> Carlos Baca. Oh. Oscar Cardozo, Munas Daber, the Israeli guy. Uh, Jermaine oh, yeah. Defoe, Eden Dzeko. Yeah, I can't even pronounce the guy's name. Guilherme Haru, I think he played in French League. I might be wrong. Klaasian <laughs> Hintler. Haru. Haru. Oh, Hintler. Hintler. Kerjakov, Miroslav Klosa, Alexandra Lacazette, Henrik Larsson, Jermaine Lenz, Liedson, Fernando Laurenti, eh, Laurenti, sorry, Wagner Love, <laughs> FN legend, Romelu Lukaku, Mladen Petric, Claudio Pizarro, Giuseppe Rossi, Dimitrios Salping-Dennis, Alan Shearer, 
and Jonathan Soriano. How did Claudio Pizarro manage that when he was at Bayern for 15 years? Verder Bremen. Same way than Jekyll. Ah, oh, Bremen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What that was shit. <laughs> yeah, look. So, so why'd you let him post this, man? Why'd you yeah. let him do the questions? <laughs> it's just because I wanted to have a shot at CIO, but I don't know why. So from now on, I host it myself. <laughs> hey, right, that, I've done some that, brilliant right, quizzes. No, that, yeah, right, that's two absolute stinkers. Like, he, he has one more chance if it's another one. <laughs> He's posting privileges on going. That is so unfair. I would have got, I would have got at least four of them. Where's well, your quiz? <laughs> You're getting taken out the bio if you have one more bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, there was another one. What was the other one I was going to do? Um, I think it was going to do like Champions League assists or something. I really can't think of anything like topical. Hey, are you? What are these but, questions? That's easy. Come on, that's so easy. Who's covered the most ground in this? (laughs) Callum McGregor, I win! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sorry you guys aren't smart enough when it comes to the Europa League, okay? I (laughs) apologise. One player that Cameron told us not to say, I assume that was Alfredo Morelos. Yeah, obviously. But will he keep his goal-scoring record in the Europa League going this weekend, weekend, tonight, tomorrow, today? Thursday. Today, yeah, it's um, Thursday. As Rangers take on Benfica at Ibrox. It was a three-all draw at last time the sides met. Rangers, Hibstead. Graham, how do you feel about this one? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> cool. yeah, they, 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 Benfica got man sent off and they played well, pretty excellent in that game in Lisbon a couple of weeks ago. But, like I said, like I said they had the man sent off. I don't know how good they are. They looked good at the start. They have nine players missing tonight, which makes things, puts things up in there. I don't know how good it's going to be. We only really need a point, and I think we'll be through. So I'm optimistic, but I just, I can't, I have no idea how it's going to go. And Sorry, it's not great analysis. No, gonna, <laughs> the game's up in there. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely fine. No Adele to that, which... No would, Darwin Nunez, mainly. Right, I was just thinking of Adele to that, because the streets will never forget, despite the street, <laughs> the streets telling us every... T- Week on Twitter. Um, uh, Darwin Nunez is an unbelievable player. I think he's going to be a star. I think he could be the next like Suarez. So him not being out, oh, wow. not him not be him not being there is very yeah. encouraging. Yeah, that is good, Jack. You think Celtic are rubbish and they're going to get yep. beat five 0 Well, I I don't think I necessarily gave a scoreline in the group chat, but no, oh, I don't yeah, think okay. I, I don't have I don't have faith in them. Is that me putting words in people's mouth to the game? It might be, that. yeah, sure. I'm not going to lie to you. Might have been that. Why are you not confident about Celtic? <laughs> Sorry, who's hitting a scrum? What are we having? Got to share with what you're having. It's definitely groom. Uh, I'm not. I'm not I don't. I don't know why I did this, but I just saw I've got an unopened magazine that I tried to rip open there for no reason. What, what? I just thought I'd make some ASMR noises in the podcast. What kind of magazine did you get? Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to quote. I'm not going to quote Victor <laughs> Victor McDade here because I hope it's not that one. <laughs> 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 oh, this podcast's gone off the rails. Uh, Empire, Empire Movie Magazine. That I got two days ago. Oh, just oh to, very nice. And, and for, for for no reason whatsoever, I decided I'd open it during a live recording of the audio podcast. After <laughs> <laughs> having it for two days in my room. <laughs> very classic, very classic choice. This podcast has just gone to the To be fair, to be fair, it is only Celtic in Europe. They're very yeah. Oh yeah, Celtic. So, yeah. And it's, if they if they get, if they need to go through, they need to win their next all three realistically, yeah. and they're not yeah. doing it. So 
No chance. Nah, and realistically, what if Slavia got to play for at this rate? Because they're probably not going to go through either. So I'm not sure what Slavia have to play, but Sparta <laughs> probably can go through. Sparta, sorry, my mistake. Same thing. Um... <laughs> Rangers and Celtic, same club. <laughs> <laughs> half and half scarves, it'll be fine. Um, Cameron, you don't get to talk uh, about Europa League. You get to talk about the Brentford Cup last 16. And I banned oh, from ever about the Europa League. Aye, because your quiz was minging. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be. Our hearts going to win it all. The whole League Cup, the whole thing. After beating Aloha on the competition. <laughs> <laughs> the competition we've not won since the 60s. Um, really? Has no. it been that long? Yeah, we've not won the League Cup since the 60s. It's quite embarrassing. Kelly um, won it in 2012. Beat Aaron in the semi-final. Thank you! I don't remember asking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Cameron! Cameron's back my good books now. There we go. Who cares if you're quiz for shite you've defended there? That's all I care about. <laughs> I've called Celtic crap as well. Maybe I'm in mean Graham's good books. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, no, Hearts are not going to win the whole thing. I don't think we should just focus purely on the championship and getting out of that division. Um, because if you actually win games well, in that, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the championship is the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, in that League Cup. What about Tony Macaroni? Sure, so. Surely Livingston would be favourites in that one, but they've just got rid of their manager and they're United oh, to come to town. What? I actually did come over that. That's a good shout. If anyone's going to cause an upset, it's the mighty or United. There you go. Come on! Let's wrap this podcast up with the end of the week <laughs> before we get too carried away with our United Wait, wait why, why, why are you not talking about killing the bit of Fred Cup, son? Because there was a very serious and upsetting coronavirus outbreak in the Kilmarnock camp, which meant we could not play at all for the first game, which we forfeited, and then we played a bunch of kids against Dunfermline. Such an I excuse, hope, you're not, Aye, I hope you're not making light out of the health of the Kilmarnock players. That would be disgusting, Jack. Sean, Sean, it's such an excuse, man. I had <laughs> there was a coronavirus outbreak in my flat, and I still get stuff done. <laughs> I saw you on Monday. You're like, I really should have used isolation to do more work. But I <laughs> Aye, I never specified what stuff got done, but stuff still get done. <laughs> The Jack Donnelly Snapchat dinner photos were on point. Oh. <laughs> Sean's been angry at me because I've not I've no put them up in a while. I should have put one up at my lunch. I, I made myself a, a decent new lunch today, which I which was surprised myself at. What was it? It was a, a chicken and chorizo melt. <laughs> <laughs> I love chorizo. I love chorizo. Very nice. It was very nice, it has to be said. Um, Sorry, we're talking about football. <laughs> Anyone got a game of the week? I'll go know? first. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I don't well, mind. I was going to say Valencia Atletico. I've went Ooh. European for this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he loves the Europe this week, does Cameron. <laughs> Doesn't he usually, but he's in it this week. Valencia are doing okay, and Atletico yep. are doing well. Yep. I just think like Valencia score and concede so many. Atletico concede none. It's a weird game. Don't know what's going to happen. Both teams have a lot to play for. So, yeah, I just went for that. Atletico, the only unbeaten team in La Liga, will it stay the same? Mm-hmm. We'll find out mm-hmm. on Saturday. Graham, game of the week. Uh, Chelsea FC versus Tottenham Hotspur FC. Mm, it's my game of the week. Why? Oh. Sorry to be so bold, but this is the two probably most informed and talked about teams in the league. Both have been getting Ooh. title or shouts in the last week. Mm-hmm. Let's see one of them prove it. 
I like that. I like the Jack. Won't be us. Won't be us. No, I wasn't, to be honest. Oh. Purely for my own. Obviously, it's the biggest game of the weekend in the Premier League, but for my own health, I'm not considering this a big game because if I do, I'm going to get myself far too worked up for it. And then when we inevitably lose to a last minute Hugh Man Son winner, mm. eh, I will cry. So I'm going Everton Leeds. Are you? I, th- yeah. I think that. Nah, I think, I think that could just be quite an entertaining game, to be honest. Uh, I'd imagine. Yeah. Graham's reaction, he doesn't agree, but... I've jumped off the Leeds bus a little bit. Fair I think 0-0, can't score goals at the moment. On that good, overrated, pish. Move on. <laughs> coach should have been nominated for Coach of the Year. No. I was raging about that. I don't know why that annoyed me so much, but... It's because Struan Garvey likes using his gif. That's the only reason that he, got, <laughs> he got the nomination. Uh, you, know, you know straight if Stuart listens to this podcast he's going to reply to like the uh, the upload and kind of like tweet <laughs> with the BLS oh he definitely is honestly if he doesn't I'm going to be so surprised when he did it with, when he did it with the Scotland game that was the final straw yeah like it's that. like there's no relevance for Bielsa in that Scotland game why is why is he like appearing get, get him gone why are we just slagging Stuart like I don't want to have our podcast <laughs> We're just ripping the rest of the people that aren't on the podcast today. <laughs> with Jamie, with Taylor, with Amy. <laughs> I'm more than happy to. We've already ripped into me. Oh, you deserved it though. I meant the Toy Story for the, the gal's toy show. That's what I meant. No, that, that wasn't even this podcast though. That was in your lecture. Right. So yeah, that wasn't even us. Nah, that wasn't us. That's self inflicted. <laughs> it was me to be fair, but it's just. Aye, I, but not in this set. <laughs> not in this mm. set. Billion's um, okay if it's not in the podcast. Sean, what's your game of the week? Thank you. Yeah. Um, my game of the week. Just hostings, eh? You know when to ask the questions. We're on a. Uh, a wavelength, Sean, don't we? Are, we certainly are. I agree with one person in this um, on this podcast, and it's Graham Sinclair. My game of the week is Chelsea Tottenham. I think the narrative with Lampard Mourinho, I think the fact that they're both title challengers this year seem to be, uh, it's a big test for both of them to see where those title ambitions, whether they're deserved or not. So aye, that's the game I'll be keeping a close eye on as I sprint back from some Scottish non-league action. Um, so aye. Lovely. That was a long podcast where we didn't actually say anything of note. <laughs> <laughs> but good, good, good vibes, though. Good vibes. Great vibes. <laughs> no like, content, just we're, vibes. We're like Man United. Uh, we're the Man United podcast. Yeah, we're Man United podcast. It used to be a good thing. Now not so much. Is that make Sean or the kind of social? <laughs> I think so. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, unfortunate. I just talk back to the glory days of any extra time. <laughs> Show him about his own stack. Show him about his own stack. Show him about his own stack. What was that? (laughs) 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 If you're still here, thank you for listening to this episode of Energy Extra Time. We appreciate your your loyalty and your commitment to stick with us this long. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and to follow us on Twitter at ENRG Extra Time. Tomorrow there'll be an episode of the Fantasy Ramble where yes, Jack Donnelly and some of those other lot will talk about football in a fantasy setting that I don't like. Um, Sean actually hates the show. He told me this. He, he, he generally wishes it wasn't a wasn't a part of Energy Sport, but because uh, I'm editor and uh, it was my show and I came up with it, I'm keeping it on. It drags us down, but oh well. Um, what else is there? Can uh, I just say I'm top of both leagues? No one not asked. to be that guy. Um, since, since when? Not to be that guy. I just I am. I'm top of the 
PL one. Well, not the not the fantasy ramble, like our own little money. <laughs> well, that's one league then. <laughs> that's one league involving everyone here. No, oh, and the Scottish, Scottish one? one I meant. I know oh. no one's playing it anymore. Oh, the Scottish one. Oh, right, my mistake. My so. mistake. My Who apologies. cares about Scottish football? <laughs> um, not us. Clearly. <laughs> clearly not us. <laughs> I checked the group chat again to see if that was Graham sending in some breaking news. It wasn't, and I'm not going to read it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that I missed that. Um, anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, if you like this content for some reason and you want to hear more from us and read more from us, go to the website energysport.net and follow us on Twitter at ENRG Sport. Thank you to Jan Donnelly, Graham Donnelly, Graham Sinclair, and Cameron Wadstow. I've been Sean McGunnsby Energy Extra Time. Don't come back. 